Welcome back to First Up on TSN 1050 and the TSN app. Mark Rowe filling in for Aaron Karolnik this morning alongside Carlo Koliakovo, who, judging by our conversations yesterday, I feel like is done with winter and is ready oh for the God, spring buddy. to arrive. So done you, with it. You're not, you weren't enjoying the shoveling. You weren't enjoying the temperatures. Uh, but one man, Mark, though, who, hold on, Mark. Hold yes. on a second. I've yes. always said that I actually enjoy winter. I'm, I'm a big fan of the snow. And I just hate the cold. But during winter months, like December, January, February, we're middle of March right now. Like, I, I'm done with it. I'm ready for you know, the spring tec- to come in. Technically, it's still winter. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not the spring no. until it's my birthday. We should be getting this March, weather in December. Which is March 20th. Yes. Okay, well, we, we can argue all we want. But you know what? We're, just, we're taking up too much time to get to our next guest who embraces winter in Canada because if he's not cross-country skiing, he's alpine skiing. And if there's a, a local curling match going on, yeah, he'll throw a couple of rocks. And that's in between playing pickleball. <laughs> Craig Button, our hockey analyst slash director of scouting, join us now on First Up. Craig, thanks for joining us this morning. How's it going? It's going good. Carlo, you, you grew up playing hockey. Like, you had to be loving you know, the, the cold winter months to put on the skates, did you? And now uh, you look, hate it? I hate the cold. I, I, I'll do the winter. Like, when I say I hate the cold, like when it's minus 10 or minus 20 outside, it's just, I'm, I, 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 I don't, I'm not going to enjoy that. But I, I do, I do like the snow. I do like everything that winter, you know, the winter month provides. It's just like in the month, like middle of, of March, I'm done with it, man. Like, it's just, uh, this is the time when spring's supposed to come around. It's coming. It'll be here next week, like Mark just said. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you just have to be patient. You know, I always joke, and, uh, you know, Mark, Mark shares a birthday with Laura Dykin. So they, they have yep. been wow. on the same day. So, you know, that's, and that's always a sign that spring is on the way. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's always a, a fascinating thing. I make this joke all the time. Mother Nature and Father Time are undefeated. That will never change. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah. true. They, they even have a better record than Tom Brady. Is as wild as that sounds, right, Craig? Yeah, nobody, and, and, and they haven't divorced anybody. Wow. Well, well. On that note, uh, should be a good one tonight in Toronto, Craig, between the Maple Leafs and the Avalanche. You know, you, you've been on teams where you're in a similar situation as the Maple Leafs. You know you're in the playoffs. You know it's just really about seeding. But you, you want to make sure your team is prepared as possible for day one of the postseason. So w- what does a game like tonight mean to the Maple Leafs taking on the defending champs who, you know, still have some work to do in terms of their seeding in the Western Conference? Yeah, you, you know, there's always an excitement. Number one, when you when you get a matchup like with Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr coming to the boat, but the fact that they're uh, last year's Stanley Cup champions, you know, that's just another that's just another bright light on the marquee. And I I, I think when you're looking at at, at at a team that wants to show that you can play with them, and, and you know, people can say, "Oh, Colorado, they got some injuries." Yeah, they do. So it's sort of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So. It's still a, it's still a, it's still a big game. It still draws the attention of, of everybody, and, and the players are excited because it is a, it, it's a test, and it's not a, it's not a test where you're, you, you know, there's, uh, the, where the outcome, uh, you know, dictates one thing if you win or dictates the other thing if you lose. 
but but it's it's exciting on, on on a day when it's March fifteenth and the season's winding down. There's excitement. There's excitement. The players are excited to play a game like this. So I think that you know when you, when when that opportunity arises and and you know for a coach, hey, listen, watch how they play. You know we got to counter how they how what they're doing. You know it is it is a prep for for the playoffs and something that uh, you know becomes exciting. It becomes exciting. It's not uh, it's not a game on the schedule. That said, okay, we got to get up for this. We can't let it slip away. It's a game where, really, let's just go and play and let's make sure we do the things to give us success. Well, you, you talk about this game tonight on the schedule. Yeah, okay, you know, the Maple Leafs have probably secured a playoff spot, but they're only two points up on the Lightning right now, who got a big win without Steven Stamkos last night. For the Avalanche, I mean, they haven't secured a playoff spot either. So, um, I, I would expect this, you know, if, if you thought Saturday night's game against Edmonton was fun to watch, I, I kind of expect that same game to sort of pop up tonight between two teams right now that, you know, coming off of a loss with Toronto the other night in Buffalo and the way that they did and how good Colorado played in Montreal the other night. I expect there to be fireworks tonight. Absolutely, Carlo. I totally agree with you. And, you know, you, you, you think about Colorado who, who – you know, have gone through their injuries and are trying to secure a spot in the in, in the playoffs. But you know, the way the Calgary Flames continue to stumble and bumble, you know, I think that uh, you know the the spot is secured because I, I I just don't see any challenger. You know, Winnipeg, who's had their struggles, you know, it seems like they open up the door and then teams can't take advantage of it. Specifically, Calgary after losing to Arizona on Tuesday night, but. There will be fireworks. I mean, McKinnon knows he, he, you know, he's in the spotlight, and I mean, he's having a fantastic season. You know, after coming back from his injury, and you know, you you, you got Matthews and you got Marner, and you know, you, when, when you get when you get marquee players, you know, superstar players playing, and, and teams that can push the tempo and push the pace, you're right. There'll be some nice fireworks. Craig, I'm always interested to get your opinion on you know some of the hockey uh, debates that are that are usually talked about, and in this market, it's about goaltending. I'd love to know where you stand on the Maple Leafs goaltending, and obviously the Maple Leafs as a team right now going into the playoffs. Well, I think the team is in a good place. I I, I think that the additions that Kyle Dubas made strengthen the team, and you know we we can look at. Okay, could they've used a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that? Yeah, exactly. but the team is clearly stronger. I love what Morgan Riley said the morning after they acquired uh, Ryan O'Reilly, and you know he's asking us, hey, "Listen, we're 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 a better team today than we were before we made this trade." And, and Noel Achari's come in and played really well. And you know you you need to be you need to be strong deeper in your lineup to to have success. And I think that the Leafs are stronger, and I, I think that's good. Now, now the big question is is goaltending. So if we go back in time, and I'm just going to go a little bit back in time here, you know, you start to think about I, I think about 2016. So uh, Matt Murray, you know, was a big part of the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, what was the confidence level on Matt Murray at that time in 2016? Back in 2017, Mark Andre Fleury had to come in. You know, he, he did his part before Matt Murray came back and won. 20, 2018, Braden Holtby didn't start the first two games of the playoffs, and then he right. came in. 2019, Jordan Bennington. You know, you, you start to look, you know, at, at uh, that's four Stanley Cups, okay, where the, you, you could say, well, do they have the goaltending? Well, you know what? You know, Carlo, that 
you know, it's, it, it, it's a prove-it-to-me league. So yep. prove it to me that you're a good team. Prove it to me that you're a good player. But just because you haven't done it yet doesn't mean you can't do it, which gets me to my final point. I have every confidence in Leo Samsonov. I, I really do. I think that, uh, you know, his ability in the net, uh, you know, does he have to show it? Yeah, he has to show it. Do I think he can? Yes. That's what makes the playoffs exciting because, you know, you come in with these types of questions, and, and, and I think that becomes a really good one. And I'll go to last year. Darcy Kemper. Yeah, Darcy Kemper. You know, I was going to say that. So, so, so you had Vasilevsky in the middle. You, you know, the, the, like in my view, the only elite goaltender. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about seven Stanley Cups. Vasilevsky was the only elite goaltender in that group, and certainly not, not, now all those guys have won, and all those guys showed that they could do it. I think Samsonov. You know, I mean, he doesn't look shaky at all. He, he, he's got a consistency to his game. He's got a real comportment. Uh, the, the way he plays, and, and I think that he can carry that through to the playoffs. And, and the Toronto Maple Leafs play really good defensive hockey. You know, Craig, we were talking about the Avalanche and all the injuries that they've had to endure this year, and it just it's another example of how impressive the Tampa Bay Lightning have been over the last few years, going and winning two Stanley Cups, going to another Cup Final last year, and just the amount of hockey that they've played, and they've been able to still have success. And, um, you know, you, you look at, at where Tampa is right now, though, uh, given the nature of what it takes to go on those runs, given the lack of results that we've seen from them recently, at least to their expectations, as Toronto approaches another playoff series against the Lightning, does the game plan change at all for game one this year than it did a year ago because Tampa has had to change a little bit this year? Yeah, it's a, you know, Mark, when you, when you frame it that way, and, and, and here we are, we're talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs just getting ready for the playoffs. We're only two points ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> like, you know, you know, just, you know, here we are, and, and, we, and we, we look at Toronto and we go, that's a really good team. And we're only two points ahead of Tampa. You know, I, I, I've been, I, I really like New Jersey. And, and I know that, you, you know, you, you look at them and you consider, okay, this is their first time in the playoffs, the young players. That game last night, where Tampa Bay went in and played uh, New Jersey. If I'm Sheldon Keith, I, I, I'm watching that game because that game was hard. That game was, you want to beat us? Here's what it's going to take. Like the New Jersey Devils jumped out one nothing, and then Tampa Bay got into, into Tampa Bay Stanley Cup championship mode. And the New, mm-hmm. you, you know what you're – you know when you, you somebody you pick somebody up and their feet are moving, but they're just they think they're doing something and they're not doing anything. That was the game last night. The Tampa Bay Lightning picked up the New Jersey Devils off the ice and they were moving their legs and moving their legs and they were doing nothing. That's what the Tampa Bay Lightning know. Now, are they deep enough to go and beat good teams four times in a playoff series? That's where we go back to Toronto with respect to being stronger, deeper down the lineup. And I think that. You know, when you, when you consider what the Leafs went through, you know, last year, you know, the, the margins were thin before losing game seven. So I think that the, the Leafs are a little bit stronger this year. I think that the Lightning aren't quite as strong. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's so much about, I don't know if it's so much about the first game, Mark, as much as it is about understanding that, you know what, you're going to have to dial right in. You know, Sheldon Keith said after, we earn the respect of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, okay. You really want to earn the respect of the Tampa Bay Lightning? Beat them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so Craig, 
when when this show is done, um, you, my wife Amanda is going to ask how the show went, and I'm going to say, you know, we're talking to Craig Button. What would you talk about? And I'm going to pick up my seventh month old Luke, pick him up in the air. And I'm going to say this, because his legs are going to be flailing around, and that's going to be the exact same uh, example that you just gave. Well, you know, I don't know how close Luke is to walking, right? I, I will tell you this, and then you're going to find this out real quick, just like Carl and I found this out. Well, there's two things. When your kids start walking and talking, it's, it, it changes the whole equation for parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, if I had any control, it's out the window when that happens, right? Yeah, yeah it just changes. Ask it just changes. Like, I'm just telling you, like you know, you, you know, you're trying to interpret. That now you're chasing them around, and they and it's newfound freedom. So yeah, they, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give you a full report on that when it happens. Yeah. So enjoy picking up Luke today and knowing that his yeah. legs are, are are active, but they can't really move him around quite so yeah. Right. yeah, because, no. because tomorrow <laughs> you might not. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Craig, I want to get your I want to put your your general manager hat on again, and it's it's crazy in a year like we experienced this year in the NHL with all the trades and all the changes we've seen that there's only been one head coach. Uh, replacement in Vancouver and only one GM replacement now in Philadelphia with Chuck Fletcher being relieved of his duties. If you're a guy taking over the Philadelphia Flyers right now, what do you do with that organization? It's a great question, uh, Carlo, because, you know, like it, it, it's hard. And, you know, how many times do we do we have this debate discussion about, Oh boy, they you know they got to do a rebuild. Oh, they got to do a teardown, or you know what they got they can do a rebuild on the fly, right? The, the first thing I, I think you got to look at is what 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 does their current team like the age of their current team look like? Who are the difference makers, and what is their prospect pool? So when I look at the Philadelphia Flyers, it looks to me like a rebuild. <laughs> it looks to me like yeah. you got to convince you got to convince you know, ownership. Because, you know, I, I get it. I get it. We all get it. I think that, yeah, you, you know, it's not an easy path to take. And, you know, everybody wants to avoid it. But by avoiding, by not recognizing reality, you, you, you put yourself in, into deeper. In, in, into well, a they're in no man's land right now, right? I mean, that's what I, and, and so you want to be there. Like, and don't, like, it's hard. It's a hard decision to make. But, you, you know, I, I know that Sean Couturier's been hurt, and, and, and I know Cam Atkinson's been hurt, right? But they don't have a team that's good enough. And, and the prospect pool, they have some young players that are, that are decent, but they're young. And so to me, you know, they're never going to push ahead with the current group. And, you know, there's lots of questions about should they trade this younger player? Like, I mean, there's talks about, I mean, you hear Carter Hart's name, you hear Ivan Pavorov's name. You know, you hear these types of names. Well, they're young players that are that are good players. So if those names are being considered for trade, you know, what are you going to get in return? And I, you said it. You know, they're no man's land. And if you if you want to keep if you want to keep wandering in no man's land, that's all you're going to do. You're going to keep wandering around. It, it, it to me feels like a, a real significant rebuild where you know the reality has to you have to stare it in the face and say this is what this is what you got to do. 
Uh, Craig, uh, awesome chatting with you this morning. The only thing better about chatting with you in the morning, I get to chat with you this evening on 7-Eleven That's Hockey. It's a oh, double dip double duty. button for yours truly. This is one of those great days in this industry. <laughs> you, know, you know what TSN speak, Tom Carlo? Mark Rowe. Mark exactly. Rowe all day, all night long. <laughs> and, the face. And, and, he's the face. <laughs> he, he is, and he's brilliant at his work, and, and he's tireless in his work. It's pretty yeah, amazing. For sure. For sure. Okay, we if we can uh, we can clip that, archive it, and we'll send yeah. it to everyone around TSN. Thank you very much, Craig. Yeah. Mark's uh, looking for a pay uh, raise. Move over, James hey, Duffy. By the way, did, 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 and I, I, I got to give a little bit of a shout out. Did you see Ken Volden at courtside at the Raptors game last night? You see that? Oh, big shooter! Wow, big, shooter. big dog! Oh, oh yeah, I'll send you the picture. Did you see it, Mark? I, I did, and uh, if you wondered why the Raptors scored 49 points in the first quarter, they arrived, they saw Ken, and said, game on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Bell owns, what, 37.5% of, uh, of uh, MLSC, yep. right? So, like, they, yep. they know they, they know when the big honcho was in was that court. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Exactly. The Lakers might have Jack uh, Jack Nicholson, those, but the Raptors have Ken, uh, Ken Volden. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Are those tickets ever up for grabs? I mean, are they they sharing those with the rest of the employees? Because I'd love to sit in them one game. Well, he he, he was with Davis. He was sitting there with Davis. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's how they negotiate. Maybe next year, Carlo. Maybe next year. <laughs> nice. I, I like where Carlo's thinking going here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. I I've now lost him for the next 15 side. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome stuff. Okay, well, Thanks, we'll Craig. Have later, a great Mike. day. Have a great day, you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. See you, okay. Craig. There you have it. Uh, Craig Button, our hockey analyst and our director of scouting and jack of all trades and can talk about anything. We didn't even get into pickleball with him, but... Uh, I'm sure uh, down the road we'll we'll get into that, and maybe down the road, Carlo, you'll be courtside in those TSN oh, seats. I, I'm definitely going to take a page out of Davis's book right now, and uh, some emails con- are going to be sent. When my contract is up, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> whining and dining. <laughs> well, we know what we're going to do during the nine o'clock hour. We're going to talk some baseball, uh, specifically the Blue Jays. Uh, Ethan Diamandis from Sports Illustrated is going to join us. Is he believing in Yusei Kikuchi with his strong spring, or is it just a mirage? Plus, uh, we'll get into March Madness with ESPN's John Gassaway. That's all coming up first up on TSN 1050 and the TSN app.